and back there was the plow. Deep within its rusted heart, Dart knew what must be done. Without seat belts and no airbags, it must rescue Tommy's son. And oh, that sound, that awful sound of crushing steel and glass, the Dart took all that snowplow's force, faithful to the last. Who knows where that old car found such strength within its rust? A lesser car would have thrown the towel and crumbled into dust. Perhaps the thought its days were few helped to quell its fears. That brave old car was 36. That's 90 in human years. <laughs> then it says, see footnote. <laughs> footnote. Well, that's where he, Wait, that's where he lost says, it. <laughs> footnote. The premise that the ratio of human to automobile years is 2.5 to 1 is without any scientific merit whatsoever. <laughs> it merely serves the author's purpose at this time and therefore falls within the respected category of poetic, poetic license. <laughs> <laughs> the universe holds mysteries we can scratch and we can comb. The only thing we really know is Tommy's son came home. Somewhere in the great beyond, the sun is shining bright. The gas is plentiful. There is no rust to fight. The pavement's always clean and dry in that land above, and cherished autos gleam and shine, polished by clouds of love. Tommy's heart is broken now, and emptiness remains, for in the spot where Dart once sat, there's not but oil stains. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Tommy knows there is a place where old dogs and autos go, a place where cars are pampered and once dim headlights glow. And if ever a car earned winner's lap after its earthly race, that old Dodge Dot deserved to go to that eternal parking space. Wow. Charlie Boyd, Rochester, New York, 14607. Oh. Man, Charlie, you have outdone yourself. We may have well, to replace Andy. He may write a poem like that every week. We don't know if he's outdone himself. <laughs> we have, we this may true. be one of his poorer <laughs> efforts. <laughs> Jeez. I think we have to read it every Christmas Eve. Oh, God. <laughs> Please call. Call <laughs> anyone. one car talk That's 888-227-8255. Call before I get sick. Hello, you're on Car Talk. Hi, this is Jessica from Nashville. What's up, Jessica? Well, my car is making this really weird noise. I have a 1995 uh, Chevrolet Beretta. Which Where are you all... from, by the way? Did Nashville. She's from Nashville. I'm Na well, I'm currently in Nashville, but I don't think I'm from Nashville. So. Are you trying to become a recording star? No, I'm in graduate school, actually. No kidding. I can't sing a darn thing, so I went to grad school. In what? Well, if I finish my thesis, I'll be getting a degree in geology, a master's degree. Great. So you're going to figure out where to drill for oil. You're going to be... No, I'm not one of those geologists. I like the landscape, and I play with dirt. Oh, really? Yeah. I look at landscape dynamics and uh, how the landscape forms and what that can tell us about the history of the area, like long-term history, 500,000 years or so. Yeah. So, yeah. so you're not going to put your education to any practical use. No. No. Would you like fries with that? Yes, you, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Just as long as you know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good because you're doing something that interests you. Yeah. I, I very much so. I agree. Not everything ought to make money, and yeah. uh, as as long as your needs are modest, mm -hmm. you'll be all right. Well, that's why I'm driving the Chevy Beretta. Yeah, we can see that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what's your noise? Well, it is this crazy, squeaky noise. It sounds like metal rubbing on metal, like a knife on a pie plate, you know? Oh, that's not good. Well, it's I don't not. think I like that. Uh-oh. Well, every time I start the car, it does that um, for about five or ten minutes. When you start the engine, before mm -hmm. you start moving? Before I start moving. And then while I'm moving. But you don't have to be moving to get the noise. I don't have to be moving to get the noise. And it sounds like it's coming from under the hood. Yeah. Can you make the sound? 
Um, it's not, it's not a fan belt screech because I had a car, a truck once that did a fan belt screech. Well, one of the things that makes you maybe think that it isn't a fan belt noise mm-hmm. is that the last car you had had a different kind of fan belt. But it doesn't make that kind of like, you know, how when a fan belt screeches, it kind of reaches the pitch and then goes back down. Right. Right. This just stays at one pitch. Even if you rev up the engine? It kind of goes faster. So the frequency uh, uh, of the, if it were composed of little pulses, mm-hmm. that changes, but the the frequency of the tone doesn't change. Exactly. Oh, that's good. I mean, can't you see can't you see the process here? Oh, man. It's... How we're homing right in on it. <laughs> yes. Do you have any yeah. idea what it is? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> but it doesn't, it almost doesn't matter. Does it? No, it, it really... almost, I mean, just the whole, the whole concept of the pulse.